Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from at this moment. I want to welcome everyone so inspired by the world global times of devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Makama, for the opportunity to take this session of intercessory prayer. Right away, esteemed family, we're going to be praying for the nations of the world. And today, we are praying for Turkmenistan, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Pakistan, Niger, Benin Republic, Iran, and Tajikistan. Esteemed family, we're going to decree and declare that the righteousness of God is poured out upon these nations. We're going to decree that men and women who are inspired of the spirit of God, righteous men and women appointed and taught of the spirit of God, that they come into power in, this, in, in these nations. We're going to decree and declare that these nations, that they are, the set time of their favor is now. We're going to decree that prosperity come upon these nations and the presence of the Lord is heavy upon these nations. We're going to decree especially for the nations in conflict, for, for the nations as at this time going through any sort of civil, civil unrest or going through any kind of war. We're going to decree and declare using Pakistan as, an, as, as a point of contact to reach other areas of conflict and decree peace, that the peace of the Lord is poured out upon these nations. We're going to decrease safety. We're going to decrease safety, safety to these nations, especially the nations in Africa like Niger and Benin Republic. We're going to decree and declare that the word of God, that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, the light of the word of God is brought to nations, that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is networked across Iran, across Uzbekistan, across Turkmenistan, across Tajikistan, and I will not decree and declare that every Islamization of these nations, they are cut off, and today, that the people come under a heavy anointing, that the spirit of God is poured out upon all flesh in this nation, that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ reaches this nation in every ethnic language, that suddenly missionaries, men and women who are dedicated to taking nation, taking the word, the gospel across to nations of the world, that they have access. We're going to pray especially for missionaries in this nation, in these nations. We're going to decree access, access that every a bureaucrat, every bureaucrat, a bureaucratic hurdles, that every policies, laws that inhibits the um, free access to missionaries, we're going to cut down these assets, especially in Iran. We decree today, missionaries in Iran, they have access, free course on him that taking the gospel to the hinterlands, taking the gospel from Tehran to every other part of Iran. We're going to decree and declare the monarchy system of these nations, that these leaders, these men and women that the people look up to, that the light of God's word come to them first, and from there, they 
they begin to transmit it down to their people. We are going to decree and declare that every satanic structure that is inhibiting the free course of the gospel, that these satanic structures, they come down and they remain down. Child of God, unmute your mic and begin to pray. Sharavo Zaravala, Livaru Sete Yemas. Ela 
Ibaraka <laughs> <laughs> 
Father, we thank you. We thank you for all men in Benin Republic, in Iran, in Turkmenistan, in Tajikistan, in Uzbekistan, and in Pakistan. King of glory, we thank you, O God, for their president, their kings, their prime ministers, governors, O God, every man, every woman who walk in the corridors of power in these countries. King of glory, we use them as a point of contact today to pray for those in authority. Is it in selective or elective or appointive positions? King of glory, we decree and we declare that your spirit is poured out, O oh God, the spirit of salvation. It is poured out upon these 
men over all flesh in this nation and bringing men and women, many to salvation and to the knowledge of the truth. In the name of Jesus, we decree today, O oh God, that your kingdom come upon the seven nations. In the name of Jesus, and oh God, the presence of your kingdom brings peace and security, prosperity, and safety. Father, oh God, we proclaim peace on Tajikistan, oh God. Father, every unrest, every unrest. On Uzbekistan, on Pakistan, with decree peace in the name of Jesus. We decree peace in the name of Jesus. Safety of your people in the name of Jesus. We decree peace, oh God, in Benin Republic. Peace in Niger Republic. Every sort of insurgency and mercenary services, oh God. Father, we call them off in the name of Jesus. We pray specially today for Niger Republic in the name of Jesus. La Sunde Levastunte, every corrupting seed of the enemy. La Revastunte, Endelika Sunte Likaba, Labozerevaya, voices of God that are crying out from the land. Blood that be spilled, O God. Every accusations, O God. King of glory, your blood speaks better things than the blood of Abel. It speaks better things than the blood of vengeance. La sunde ente yikasunde in the liberosege basunte yikasunde king of glory we cut down every accusing voices levos sarabos basunte ente yikasunde that has been used every blood that has been used to contaminate the land of Niger Republic la costete levasunte yikaba king of glory we decree and we declare peace comes upon Niger Republic in the name of Jesus, every wrong for every anarchy, violence, every deception is brought down today. In the name of Jesus, we pray specially for Turkmenistan, King of Glory. We decree, oh God, the end of an autocratic government that isolates this nation. In the name of Jesus, Father, the restriction, oh God, every access given to drug peddlers, oh God, to use the borders of this nation. King of glory, we snatch Turkmenistan out of darkness, out of darkness, into your marvelous light. In the name of Jesus, we pray specially for Iran. Lavarusa, Lavarusa, Levosiga, in the Yezega, Zunde, in Telivarusegeva, Yevostarava, Sunama Sunde, in the 
Kazante, oh Spirit of the Living God, go Kazanta Likaya, Maleva Ruza, Inte Yikasundele Kazente, Egevasunte, give access to missionaries in Iran, to missionaries in all the Middle East, La Sundelevaya, boldness and courage, Liva Santa Lekevo Sabaya, to transmit and communicate, La Sundelevora Santa, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. We network Iran with the Bible, with the message and the good news. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We exalt and magnify your holy name for the nations of the world. They are in your hands. You are the possessor of the whole universe and have been brought us to this day that you said that this is our day. We are therefore of necessity the possessor of the universe. And we decree and declare that it is us that are at the helm of our affairs and will decide how our world will run to checkmate every activity of the devil. We are the ones that let. Father, oh God, we decree, oh God, that as we have spoken forth, that is how it is established. Thank you, Father, for what you have done in nations of the world today. In Jesus' matchless name we have prayed. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear esteemed family, for being part of today's intercessory prayer. Congratulations to us all. Expect the good news. God bless you all for praying. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Maka, for this amazing opportunity. And thank you, esteemed prayer team, for this amazing opportunity. God bless you all. I will now hand over to dear esteemed Sister Motinta, who will take us in the praise and worship. Over to you, esteemed Sister Motinta. May God bless you. Where is your faithfulness, oh Lord, my Father, my King, my Comforter, the horn of my salvation, who is like unto you, I love you forever. Great is your faithfulness, oh Lord, my Father, my King, my Comforter, the horn of my salvation, who is like unto you, I love you forever. What a mighty God you are, strong and powerful you are. Heaven and earth adore you, Lord, we bow before you, hallelujah. What a mighty God you are, strong and powerful you are. Heaven and earth adore you, Lord, we bow before you, 
Alleluia. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord, my Father, my King, my Comforter. The horn of my salvation, who is like unto you, I love you forever. What a mighty God you are, strong and powerful you are. Heaven, earth adore you, Lord, we bow before you. Hallelujah. What a mighty God you are. Strong and powerful you are. Heaven and earth adore you. Lord, we bow before you. Hallelujah. 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 Heaven and earth adore you. Lord, we bow before you. Hallelujah. 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 Heaven and earth adore you. Lord, we bow before you. Hallelujah. 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 Heaven and earth adore you. Lord, we bow before you. Hallelujah. What a mighty God you are. Strong and powerful you are. Heaven and earth adore you. Lord, we bow before you. Heaven and earth adore you. Angels bow before you. Lord, we bow before you. We join the angels to bow before you. The training and four living creatures. We say hallelujah to your name. We say hallelujah to your name. You are deserving of all our praise. There's no man to whom we can give our praise to God. No man to whom we can offer our, our worship, O oh God. 
Father, you are deserving of it all. Father, we love you. Father, we say hallelujah, glory, glory to your name forever. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Glory to God, hallelujah. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Motinta, for that amazing time of worship. God bless you so much, ma. And I want to thank everyone for being part of today's devotion. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on wherever you are connecting from at this moment, I welcome you all to another session of the Inspired by the World Global Time of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. If you are connected for the intercessory prayer um, segment, I want to thank you specially for praying for these seven nations today. We prayed for um, Tajikistan, Pakistan, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, we pray for Benin Republic, we pray for Iran, and we pray for Niger Republic. Thank you for praying and making changes, you know, speaking into the womb of this nation and effecting and recreating their reality. God bless you for that abundant blessing that you proclaimed on nations today. God bless you so much. So thank you everyone for being part of today. If you're just connecting for the Rhapsody of Reality review segment, you're just coming in here right now. I want to thank you for coming. I want to tell you that it is always a privilege to fellowship with you and you are welcomed and God is certain to talk to us today predestined you know, our steps, preordain our, our steps and bringing us into that very reality that he wants for us. So kindly listen, don't unmute your mic, don't start your videos, pay attention for the spirit of God has a word for you. Thank you for joining. So today's devotional is titled, The Faith of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Today is the 7th of, March of April, 2023, and it is a Friday. Glory to God. Our theme scripture for today is taken from Galatians 2.20. Oh, and the Bible says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Kai. Oh. Kai. I am crucified with Christ. Are you crucified with Christ, child of God? This is a scripture. This scripture is loaded. It is loaded. Let's read together. Pastor says, in our theme verse, Paul alludes to the faith of the Son of God, the faith of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you know that he had faith in you? The Bible tells us that for the joy, the glory that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Hebrews 12:2. You are that joy and glory he saw for which he gave his life. Kai, not minding a criminal's death. He saw what you'd become by virtue of his vicarious death. He saw what I'd become 
by virtue of his vicarious death. I am that glory that was set before him. You are that joy and glory that was before him, for which he gave his life. Child of God, for which he gave his life. For which he gave his life. That life that you are, you are, you, 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 for, that, that you, you, you feel that is yours. That life that you feel that it is yours to do as you please. Somebody gave, you see, somebody paid for that life. Somebody died for that life. He was 100% man as he was 100% spirit. He died as a man for your life. The Bible says God's dream was to indwell man, for man to be his living tabernacle. In Proverbs 8.31, the Bible says the spirit rejoiced in the habitable part of his earth, but his delights were in the sons of men. His spirit rejoiced in the habitable part of his earth, but his totally, his delight, his pleasure were in the sons of men. We are, we are the totary of like, like this is like when oh how do I explain his delight? You know that special, oh my god, his pleasure. Imagine if Jesus Christ was someone you could tickle and he could laugh. You know how somebody tickles it? The person, you've, the person is just bringing their finger. They've not even touched you. You're already shouting and laughing. We are his delights. Jesus gave his life to realize God's dream. His dream of us becoming the glory of God. His dream of us becoming the righteousness of God. His dream of us becoming associates of the God kind. He gave his life. So God's plan for us to have and enjoy life to the full will be realized. Hey, today's rhapsody. Oh my God. Hey, hey, hey. Is somebody else reading this? Is somebody else realizing God's dream and faith, God's hope, expectations on us? You are expected to enjoy life to the full, to have life until it is overflowing. It is his dream that was the reason he died. He didn't die so that you could be in pain. He didn't die so that you would lack understanding. He didn't die so that you would, you would remain in unbelief and doubt. He didn't die so that things would not work. He didn't give you a cyclic life. He gave you a life that is upward and forward, a life 
full of anticipation and reward. You know, when you put in little one, you receive so much. That is dream for us. A life where we can win the world, spread, spread the good news of the gospel, expand and spread. Those were his dreams for us. That we become associates of the God kind. That is what he gave his life for. Now, the Bible, the, the Rhapsody says, we live in righteousness, prosperity, health, dominion, victory and excellence. Haya, haya, forever, forever. Because of the faith of Jesus Christ. He had faith in what he did. He had faith in you and trusted you with his life. He, he knew if you believe his gospel, you would become like him. And now you are like him as he is. So are we in this world. First John 4, 17. He gave his life so that we can become like him. Are you like him? Are you living that full life that he had faith, that he had given to you? Are you living in righteousness? Hey, this is so apt for our affirmation. It is so up, this synchronicity. Oh, one thing about this place is the synchronicity. The synchronicity, it, it, it touches you like you can feel it. It is tangible. Believe in what he did, who he is, and what he's made you. Believe in yourself. Live by his faith. Decide what you're going, decide that you're going to be everything he died and came back to life for you to become, achieve and enjoy. Child of God, make up your mind. Your life will be for his glory. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Stop teetering at the tip. Stop teetering at the tip of the embers of oblivion. Make up your mind. For I, me, me, I have decided that I and my household will serve this Lord. If you meet us 50 years from now, this is the only thing we know. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Your life will be for his glory and for his praise as you fulfill your destiny in him. Thank you all for being part of today's Rhapsody of Reality. Ah! What a day and what a reading. So much, so much. We've been charged and provoked to righteousness. Make up your mind and take your stand. He gave his life, believing, having faith in you, that you will live above everything. You will live above it all. Child of God, rise, come up hither. Someone paid for that life that you're playing with. Stop it. Stop it. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for believing and trusting me with such a great sacrifice. May we live every day an example, bringing pleasure 
and glory to what you have done for us. May we live every day that you look at us. We rise and we are intercessors, praying for nations, taking our place just like the judges of the old. That when you look at us, you are full of pride, happy, pleasurable, delighting in us. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's episode of Reality Review. God bless you so much. And I will now hand over to their esteemed Pastor Ninima, who will take us in the further studies. God bless you, Ma. Over to you, Ma. Thank you, esteemed Sister Kiel Vimeris for the Rhapsody of Friday segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I will start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians 5.15, and that he died for all that did which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Praise the Lord. So Colossians 3.3, 3, for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Praise God. Please let's take the confession together. And what God says I am, I'm an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. I'm living God's dream and enjoying the fullness of life. I walk in prosperity, health, strength, and victory now and evermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are still in the book of Luke. Luke chapter 11, from 14 to 36, praise God. Caption, no neutral ground. Jesus delivered a man from a demon that had kept him speechless. The demon gone, the man started talking, a blue stick taking the crowd by complete surprise. But some from the crowd were cynical. Black magic, they said, some devil trick he's pulled from his sleeve. Others were skeptical, waiting around for him to prove himself with a spectacular miracle. Jesus knew what they were thinking and said, any country in civil war for very long is wasted. A constantly squabbling family falls to pieces. If Satan counsels Satan, is there any Satan left? You accuse me of ganging up with the devil the prince of demons, to cast out demons. But if you are slinging devil more than me, calling me a devil, who kicks out devil? Doesn't the same word stick to your own exorcists? But if God's, if it's God's finger and pointing that sends the demon on their way, then God's kingdom is here for sure. When a strong man armed to the teeth stands guard in front of his yard, his property is safe and sound. But if a stronger man comes along with superior weapons, 
then he's beating at his own game. The Arsenal that gave him such confidence hold off and his precious possessions plundered. This is war. There's no neutral ground. If you are not on my side, you are the enemy. If you are not helping, you are making things worse. When a corrupting spirit is expelled from someone, it drifts along through the desert, looking for an oasis, some unsuspecting so it can be devil. When he doesn't find anyone, he says, I will go back to my old haunt. On return, it finds the person swept and dusted, but vacant. It then runs out and rounds up seven other spirits, deadlier than itself, and they all moving, open it up. That person ends up far worse than it's than if he did never gotten cleaned up in the first place. While he was saying these things, some woman lifted her voice above the mom of the crowd. Bless the womb that carried you and the breast at which you nursed. Jesus commented, even more blessed are those who hear God's word and guard it with their lives. Caption, keep your eyes open. As the crowd swelled, he took a fast track. The mode of this age is all wrong. Everybody's looking for proof. What are you looking for? The Sorry, but you are looking for the wrong kind. All you are looking for is something to titillate your curiosity, satisfy your loss for miracles. But the only proof you are going to get is the journal proof given to the Ninevites, which looked like no proof at all. What journal was to the Nineveh, the son of man is to this age. On Judgment Day, the Nevivites will stand up and give evidence that we condemn this generation because when Jonah preached to them, they changed their lives. A far greater preacher than Jonah is here and you squabble about proofs. On Judgment Day, the Queen of Sheba will come forward and bring evidence that condemns this generation because she traveled from a far corner of the earth to listen to wise Solomon. Wisdom far greater than Solomon it's right in front of you, and you quibble over evidence. No one lands a lamp, then hides it in a drawer. He puts up on a lampstand, so those entering the room have lights to see where they are going. Your eye is a lamp, lighting up your whole body. If you live wide-eyed in wonder and unbelief, your body fills up with light. If you live quinty-eyed in greed and distraught, your body is a musty cellar. Keep your eyes open. Your burning lamp, sorry, keep your eyes open, your lamp burning, so you don't get musty and murky. Keep your life as well-lighted as your best-lighted room. Praise the Lord. Please come to the end of today's New Testament reading and say big thank you to Sin Samaka for this opportunity to have a prolific day, everybody. God bless you and I love you. Praise God. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segments of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you so much, Pastor Munyek, for that beautiful read. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this amazing opportunity. Today we're reading the book of Judges, chapter 3 and 4. 
Hallelujah. So these are the nations that God left there, using them to test the Israelites. Remember what we read yesterday? That said God uh, left some nations from being conquered by the Israelites. So that's as a test to the Israelites. So now he's listing them. Verse 1 said, these are the nations that God left there using them to test the Israelites who had no experience in the Canaanite wars. He did it to train the descendants of Israel, the ones who had no battle experience in the art of war. He left the five Philistine tyrants, or the Canaanites, the Sidonians, the Sidonians and the Hivites living on Mount Lebanon, from Mount Baal, from Mount Baal Hermon to Hamath's Pass. They were there to test Israel and see whether they would obey God's commands that were given to their parents through Moses. But the people of Israel made themselves at home among the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. They married their daughters and gave their own daughters to their sons in marriage, and they worshipped other gods. Utnia is the caption. <clears throat> the people of Israel did evil in God's sight. They forgot their God and worshipped the power gods and Asherah goddesses. God's hot anger blazed against Israel. He sold them off to Pushan, Rishathaim, king of Aram, Naharaim. The people of Israel were in servitude to Kushan, Rishathaim for eight years. The people of Israel cried out to God and God raised up a savior who rescued them. Caleb's nephew, Othniel, son of his younger brother, Kenaz. The Spirit of God came on him and rallied Israel, went out to war. God gave him Hushan, Rishathaim, king of Aram, Aram. Othniel made short work of him. The land was quiet for 40 years. Then Othniel, son of Kenaz, died. But the people of Israel went back to doing evil in God's sight. So God made Eglon, king of Moab, a power against Israel because they did evil in God's sight. He recruited the Ammonites and Amalekites and went out and struck Israel. He took the city of Palms. The people of Israel were in servitude to Eglon for 14 years. The people of Israel cried out to God and God raised up them a savior, a hood son of Jerah, Benjaminites, was left-handed. Of Israel sent tributes to by him to Eglon, king of Moab, who made himself a shot to edged sword and strapped it on his right thigh under his clothes. He presented a tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Eglon was grossly fat. After Ehud finished presenting the tribute, he went a little way with the men who carried it. But he got, but when he got as far as the stone images. Near Gilgal, he went back and said, I have a private message for you, O king. King told his servants, leave the Orient. They would approach him. King was now quite alone in his cool rooftop room and said, I have a word of God for you. Eglon stood up from his throne. He would reach with his left hand and took his sword from his right thigh and plunged it into the king's big bed. Not only did the blade, but the hilt went in. Wow. That was quite a plunge. 
In fact, closed in over it so he couldn't pull it out. The hook slipped out by way of the porch and shut and locked the doors of the rooftop room behind him. Then he was gone. And the servants came, saw with surprise that the doors to the rooftop room were locked. He said, he's probably relieving himself in the restroom. They waited and then they were they worried. No one was coming out of those locked doors. And then they got a key and unlocked them. There was their master falling on the floor there. While they were standing around wondering what to do, Ehud was locked up. But past the stone images and escaped to Sirah. When he got there, he sounded the trumpet of Mount Ephraim. Lord Israel came down from the hills and joined him, took his place as their head, said, follow me, for God has given your enemies. Yes, more up to you. And they went down after him and secured the forts of the Jordan against the Moabites. They left no one cross, they let no one cross over. At that time, they struck down about 10, 10 companies of Moabites. All of them were well fed and robust. Not one escaped. That day, Moab was subdued under the hand of Israel. The land was quiet for eight years. And Shamgar, son of Ella, came after Ehud, using a cattle prod. He killed 600 Philistines, single-handed. He too saved Israel. Praise God. Now we have Deborah, chapter 4. The people of Israel kept right on doing evil in God's sight. With Ehud dead, God sold them off to Jabin, king of Canaan, who ruled from Hazor. Sisera, who lived in Harosheth, Agohim, was the commander of his army. People of Israel cried out to God because he had really oppressed them with his 900 iron chariots for 20 years. Wow. And Deborah was a prophet, the wife of Lapidoth. She was judge over Israel. At that time, she held court on that Deborah's palm between Ramah and Bethel, the hills of Ephraim. People of Israel went to her in matters of justice. He sent for Barak, son of Abinoam, from Kadesh in Naphtali, and said to him, It has become clear that God, the God of Israel, commands go to Mount Tabor and prepare for battle. Take ten companies of soldiers from Naphtali and Zebulon. I'll take care of getting Sisera, the leader of Javin's army to the Kishon River with all his chariots and troops, and I'll make sure you win the battle. Barak said, if you go with me, I'll go. If you don't go with me, I will go. She said, of course, I'll go with you. But understand that with an attitude like that, there will be no glory in it for you. God will use a woman's hand to take care of Sisera. Deborah got ready and went with Barak to Kadesh. Barak called Zebulon and Naphtali. Together at Kadesh, ten companies of men followed him. Deborah was with him. It happened that Tehiba, the Kenite, had parted company with the other Kenites, the descendants of Hobab, Moses' in law. He was now living at Zananim, Oak, near Kadesh. They told Sisera that Barak, son of Aminoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor, that immediately called up all his chariots to the Kishon River, 900 iron chariots. Along with all his troops who were with him at Harosheth Hagoim, Deborah said to Barak, Charge! This very day, God has given you victory over Sisera. Okay, 
I don't have a female voice. What I've used that. Said, isn't God marching before you? Barak shut down the slopes of Mount Tabor. His ten companies following him. God routed Sisera, all those chariots, all those troops before Barak. Sisera jumped out of his chariots and ran. Barak chased the chariots and troops all the way to Harosheth, Hagoyim. Sisera's entire fighting force was killed, not one man left. Meanwhile, Sisera running for his life headed for the tent of Jael, wife of Heba. <laughs> I love this part. Wife of Heba the Kenite. Javin, king of Hazor, and Heba the Kenites were on good terms with one another. Jael stepped out to meet Sisera and said, Come in, sir. Stay here with me. Don't be afraid. So he went with her into her tent. She covered him with a blanket. He said to her, Please, a little water. I'm thirsty. She opened a bottle of milk, gave him a drink, and then covered him up again. Then said, Stand at its tent flap. If anyone comes by and asks you, Is there anyone here? Tell him, No, not a soul. And while he was fast asleep from exhaustion, Jairus' wife of Heber took a tent peg and hammer and tiptoed towards him and drove the tent peg through his temple and all the way to the ground. He composed and died. Barak arrived in pursuit of Caesarea. Jairus went out to greet him. She said, Come and I'll show you the man you are looking for. He went with her and there he was, Caesarea, stretched out dead with a tent peg crystal. On that day, God subdued Jabin, king of Canaan, before the people of Israel. The people of Israel pressed harder and harder on Jabin, king of Canaan, until there was nothing left of him. Praise be unto God. Thank you very much, everyone. Continue again tomorrow. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Esteem Barajon. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Praise be God forevermore. At this point, we'll be going into our affirmation segment and on the screen you find the affirmation for today. We'll be affirming, I walk in righteousness, I walk in love, I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, I have overcome the world. Praise God forevermore. And this affirmation will be taken five times this morning. Remember, I'll be taking it to a hundred times a day. So at your private times, you'll be taking it the remaining 95 times. Praise God forevermore. So let's go. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Surely I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going into the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This too, in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. 
for the privilege this day to break bread. All over the world today is celebrated as Good Friday, the day that the Lord Jesus died on that cross. And Lord, when you died, your word makes us understand that the entirety of the sins of the whole world was laid upon you. All sicknesses, disease, and infirmity was poured on you. Cast up the Kori Paratila Gavardi. Because you live, no infirmity can thrive in our being. Because you live, no sickness can dwell in our being. Because you live, we are deathless, we are ageless, we are wantless and fearless. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And yes, on that cross, you said it is finished. The pain is gone. It is finished. The poverty is gone. It is finished. The hopelessness is gone. It is finished. The fear is gone. It is finished. The sickness is gone. It is finished. It is finished. It is finished. And even this day, we affirm that it is finished. Your will, O oh God, your will, Father, prevails in our life. Your will that we, everyone, prospers and be in health, even as our soul continuously prospers. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. After the same manner also he took the cup when he has stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This is the year as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. It's a new dawn in many homes today. It's a new dawn for peace, for peace walks right through that door into your home this day. The angel of peace comes in today and it brings peace and prosperity to you this day. Oh, yes, there was so much peace in your home, even from this day, by the power of the Holy Ghost. You know, the times when there are quarrels, when it seems like, oh, I've had enough, those days are over. For that which has caused those things is taken away from this day and from today, remarkable peace. Just like the Bible says of the days of Solomon. The wisdom of God is in your home and peace is in your home. Therefore, there is utmost prosperity. Prosperity in its utopic ambience. Oh, there is joy in your home. Joy in your home. Your children will be known to be joyful kids, joyful children. Oh, your husband, joyful. The wife, joyful. There is joy in the family. There is joy in the extended family. There is peace and unity from this day by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Oh, I see a united family in all fronts. A family coming together to worship God. Yes, I see a family united. The unity of your family 
is paramount in God's hearts, and he has made it happen today. Lord, we give you praise. We thank you. Thank you, Father. Go ahead and take the cup now. Also, Barondo Barondo, Sober Barondo Barondo, Sabbat Barondo Barondo, Sifro Barondo Barondo, Sacradilla Barondo, Sifro Daria, Dega Toski, the friend of Glahastas. Glory, 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 glory! Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise God, praise God, praise God. Lord, we thank you. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Maka for this wonderful privilege. Thank you so much, all our amazing co-hosts. Thank you, everyone. And I'm sure you have a most beautiful, remarkable, peaceful weekend filled with prosperity. Hallelujah. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Pastor Deborah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Good morning, everyone. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this opportunity and its celebration time. Glory, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, today is the 7th of April, 2023. Glory to God. The seven days into the second quarter. If it's your birthday, the birthday of a loved one, and you'd like for us to celebrate with you, come to the chat room quickly and tell us about it so we can join you in celebration. Thanks to God. And if this is your first time of joining us and inspired by the word, we'd like to meet you. Please come to the chat room. Let us know your full name, what state or city you're connected from, if you're connected from Nigeria, or what nation if you're connected from outside Nigeria. Glory to God. Glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, Star Blessing says today is my husband's birthday. His name is Eugene. Oh, happy, happy birthday to your husband. Happy, happy birthday. Glory to God. Okay, Star Blessing, we don't know your son's name, but since we can see Star Blessing, Sister Marvelous John says, today is the birthday of my beloved mother. She turned 63. Oh, also the birthday of my client, Harrietta. She turns 41 today. Amazing, amazing. Happy birthday to mommy. And happy birthday to your clients. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay. She says, Sister Blessing, Ching Chiangwa. Congratulations, happy birthday to your husband. Ugo Unvene says, today is my cousin's birthday. His name is Brother Emmanuel Uba. Oh, sorry. Today is my sister's birthday in Kiruka. Happy, happy birthday to your cousin. Asim Brother John says, today is my cousin's birthday. His name is Brother Emmanuel Uba. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Glory to God. Brother Martin says, happy birthday to mommy, 63 and stronger. Yes, glory to God. Oh, ballet coaster actors. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Let us the MP La Granda for all our celebrants today. Sister Blessings' husband, Sister Marvelous' mom, 
Lord, and all our other loved ones and nef- uh, nieces and sisters, our relatives, oh yes, they increase in the blessings of the Lord today and always. Yes, their steps are ordered of the Lord. They are led by the spirit of the Lord. They are taught of the Lord. Even in this season and in this time, they know what to do, when to do, what to do, and how to do what to do. Favor, favor, favor for them on every side. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, we thank you. Liga sofranita ate if there be any one of our loved ones who is yet to receive salvation we pray for that one today we declare in the name of the lord jesus christ that they are convinced of the spirit of god hallelujah they are the right place at the right time and they receive salvation today. They make up their minds and they take that bold step, that decision, accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior, receiving salvation, declaring his Lordship over their life. Oh Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We exalt your holy name in their lives today, now and forevermore. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Happy birthday to all our loved ones. God bless you. Over to you, Sister Maka. Thank you so much, Ma, for the opportunity. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for Jesus Christ so what we would be when he went to the cross endured the pain the shame the humiliation he was willing to die he was mocked was scorched was beaten up, he was wounded, he was insulted, he endured it all because he saw a picture of me, he saw a picture of everyone in this house. He wanted us to live above sickness, to have the dominion over the devil and all his structures and systems. So he was willing to go through all he went through because of the peace of the new creation that was gonna come out of the resurrection. Father, the faith of your son in us is something that we will not take for granted. His faith in what we could be, what we could have, what we could do. If he went through all he went through. Today you've made us just like you, sharing your very life with us. New creations, 
with the life that you have, with the abilities that you have. Thinking the very thoughts that you think. Dear Father, it's Easter Friday and we reminisce in, we reminisce on the things that you made happen for us by sending the Lord Jesus Christ to the world. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful. The word says that the earnest expectation of all creation with for the manifestation of the sons of God. I pray, Lord, for your children that they would arise to the challenge, that they would arise in this world and be all that you want your children to be. Lord, when we'll stand before you at the rapture, it will be said of us that we tamed this world. It will be said of us that we humbled this world in prayer, in ministry, and with money. Oh, Sabaya, 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 Sabaya. You've told us again and again about the kind of wealth you're committing to the church in this day, in this time, in this season. Lord, and I pray for your children in this house that they will be found faithful stewards of kingdom wealth so that you might indeed commit those funds to them. Lord, sometimes all you need is just one man. One man to be so powerful that the whole world is afraid of him. Abraham was like that. The Bible says Isaac, he grew. He went forward and became great. He said, even the Philistines envied, he envied him. The Philistines at the time were such a power. And that whole world envied one man, that was the direct seed of Abraham. And he said that if ye be in Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed. We have a better deal in Christ Jesus. We have a better covenant in the new creation reality, Lord. The world we envy us will be so great, so powerful, so rich, so influential. A whole world will empty us. The world of tech will empty us. The world of agriculture would em envy us, rather. Every world, say, going to every man's world, every man's world, every man's world. Every man's world, every man's world will be humbled by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, by the influence and the affluence of your children. Kingdom finance will be commonplace in the world because we would have tamed the excesses of this world. Oh, loving Jesus will be the order of the day, will be the conversations on social media. Bako Sakalabaya. Lord, it may not look like it, but we believe. We believe in this day and in this hour. Our kingdom 
the influence of our kingdom, the impact of our kingdom is the order of the day in this world, in this world, in this world. Our God reigns, our God reigns, our God reigns, our God reigns. And let the earth rejoice. Let her people be glad. Our Lord God reigns. The visions that King David saw, the visions that the prophets saw of the people that were coming, those people are here right now, Lord. We would live that life. We would live that life. We would live that life. We will be the evidences that the word of God is true. That God indeed loved man enough that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. This life, this life you have given us, this life we now enjoy, this life we now enjoy to the full. And because this life is in us, no sickness, no infirmity, no disease, no pain, nothing that is inconsistent with the life and nature that you have given us would dwell in our bodies. Our minds are free to think the thoughts of God. Our spirits, our souls, our bodies subject to the perfect will of our Father. Angels would always attend to us. Lord, this Easter, visit your children in a special way. Replay for them before beyond the written pages of the Bible, the reality of Christ in them. Thank you, dear Father. We worship and adore you. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Happy Easter Friday. Always a blessing to be here and to fellowship with you all. Um, thank you, esteemed co-host, for the segments earlier handled, and thank you for blessing us every day with God's investments in you. Yesterday, I was talking about your health. Your health as a Christian. Um, you need to understand that there is an adversary who doesn't want you to do the things that God has called you to do. And um, there are many ways the devil tries to you know, go after a man. Earlier last year, we dealt with addictions, dealing with negative addictions. I'm sure that audio is still tagged in our, in our inspired by the word. If you check, if you check um, in the in the pinned messages, you find the audio somewhere. We had shared it. We're talking about dealing with negative addictions because those are one of the areas. That's one of the areas the devil also sets a trap. 
for a lot of Christians. And if you understand the way the devil works, you understand how to mess, mess him up at all times. And even when you then do something wrong, you also understand that staying in the consciousness of your wrong or in the guilt is also not something you want to do because it empowers the devil to keep you where he wants you. Said that he that is born of God does not sin. It's a thing of nature. While God doesn't want us doing wrong things, you know, as we go in the things of Christ, you need to also understand that there's a place of growth. So a child who is born, some of you have toddlers. You can remember the first day that your child took his first step or her first step. After those first few steps or those one step, the child fell. You know, but it continued. The child was excited at the fact that, ah, I can stand. Ah, I can walk. So you see the child, the child will try again excitedly. And he's excited that mommy and daddy are happy that he took those steps. So there were times he would try to walk, he will fall. He would try to walk, he will fall. But it didn't mean that that child would never walk again. Today, that child is not only walking, that child is jumping around the house, running everywhere. And some of you, you are like, God, which kind of became with this one? The energy too much. <laughs> what am I trying to say? In your Christian journey, sometimes you're trying to walk and it seems like you fall. You take those baby steps and then you fall. It doesn't mean you'll never walk. It doesn't mean you'll never run. It doesn't mean you'll never jump around the kingdom and enjoy all the amazing things around the kingdom. Now, some of your children are big enough. They can go to the fridge, pick something for themselves to eat. They can help themselves. Make indomie here. If mommy has said, don't cook food, don't just make indomie. They can get here things here and there to take care of themselves. It's the same way in the kingdom. As you grow, as you learn, you become better. So the way to the life of righteousness, to living the life of righteousness is growing in the kingdom. And growing in the kingdom is growing in the word of God, growing in the activities of the kingdom. So it's not something you just desire, it's something you do because growth is intentional. A child that is not eating well will have issues with growth. And this is the case with many Christians. This is why when we say that, oh, being consistent for the daily devotion, taking projects and messages today seriously. By the way, the new shadow will come out today. Sister Mutinta has been on my case. Taking projects and messages today seriously, I often we say that it's not a nice advice, it's a life advice. Because that's what powers your growth as a Christian, the word of God. The word of God that you listen to, the word of God that you study. And aside the growth, the knowledge that you have becomes your weapon to win in life. So I said I was going to talk to you about fighting your fight of faith in the area of your health. 
you need to not tolerate sickness. You need to not have an excuse for why you are sick. You know, um, oh, I went to one place and then I was sitting outside. The area had a lot of mosquitoes. Maybe you even went for follow-up. Imagine that you went to do evangelism. You now went to a neighborhood that is not so nice. There was a lot of mosquitoes. Two days later, you came down with malaria. And your excuse is that, ah, I went to one place and then mosquitoes were plenty in that place. That's why I'm, I'm, I caught malaria. That's your excuse. You are giving excuse for sickness. <laughs> oh, I ate something. My tummy is running. Ah, I've been stooling for like three days. Is that thing that I ate? You are giving excuse for sickness. Because I saw in the scripture, he said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. One of the signs, he said, if they drink any deadly thing. And when he was saying drink, he was not talking about that. Oh, um, you drank tea or you drank water or you drank something, something liquid. That's not the, the word. If you go back to the Greek root word, he was not talking about something liquid. He was talking about taking in. If you take in poison, if you take in something terrible, he said it will not hurt you. So it is your responsibility to condition your body not to be affected by whatever that goes into your system. And this is one of the areas that God wants us to practice our faith in this month. Don't accept that it is something that I ate that is making my tummy run. Don't accept that it is where I slept last night, the location I went to last night or two days ago that is making me come down with malaria. Don't accept that, ah, you know, I was in the village for some days. The water there is not so good. That's why I got typhoid. Ah, ah. Where then is the fulfillment of the scripture that says if I take any deadly thing, it will not hurt me. I want us to do the Bible, do the word of God in the simple details of everyday life. You're going to have to insist that your life will be according to the word. And it has to begin from that area of your health. Look at a particular area that has not been consistent. And you say, no, not, not anymore. I'm not going to take it anymore. I've shared this testimony here before. And um, I'll share it for the sake of those that may not have been here. In 2018, I had an issue with my spine and, um, you know, somehow, someday I, I was at work and I literally couldn't walk anymore. They had to support me to the car that took me home that day. That was in, um, yeah, it was June, June of 2018. And between that June of 2018, that day I left the office, I think it was, um, it was Monday 21st or so was the early early Monday in the, the first Monday in the 20s. And then I went home and then from that day, I, I, I didn't resume work until August 16th. And the resuming work August 16th was a work of faith. You, I'll tell you what transpired within that period. So, you know, I was sent for several scans, different scans, different um, 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 X-rays, Nothing was coming off. They were not seeing anything. 
but I couldn't walk. My right leg was locked. My back, I had this intense pain. I couldn't sit, I couldn't stand, I couldn't lie down. I, okay, so what was I supposed to do? I couldn't do anything. I remember those days. Some of my, you know, when God gives you a strong support system, it's one of the greatest blessings in life. I had people around me, a strong support system. I remember nights when they would come together. Some of them were love, are love all singers today. And those, those, those days they would come together. They would literally surround me. They are praying in tongues. Praying in tongues. I mean, as they are praying in tongues, I'm not praying in tongues. I'm crying. I'm crying. I was in intense pain. Serious pain. I couldn't sit. You know, they, they just surrounded me. They are praying. I would stand. I would sit. I would, I, I would, I, I was just, you know, any position, trying all positions to be comfortable, to have ease in my body. I remember one night that day we had we had been to the hospital. They had given me, before then, they had given me tramadol. Tramadol is one of the strongest pain relief drugs. It didn't work. They had doubled the dose. So on this night, they had doubled the dose. I had taken it. It didn't work. Ha! Ah. So that day they spoke in tongues. They spoke in tongues. They spoke in tongues. I gathered. I summoned strength. I was trying to speak in tongues under my breath with them. The pain was intense. And then they started singing. Ah, yeah, yeah. They started singing. They started singing. As they were singing, I didn't know when I stood up from the chair laid on the bed and I slept. Ah, I slept. That night I was determined to fight for my life. I was determined to fight. As at this time, we had now found out what the issue was. They had done an MRI and they said that the, the, the nerve part between L5, L whatever it is, the doctors will know what I'm talking about. There was a degenerated nerve pad. It was affecting the dicks. So, so many, so many issues. Anyways, the, the summary of the story was that I was not going to be able to walk and there was no cure. That even if he was going to heal, it has to heal by itself. He has to take time. And the doctor said, the minimum time I would get the, the barest ease in my body was six months. I said, Lord, I'm not going to live in this life, live with this life. And I told myself, I said, okay, the word of God works, right? So I gathered all of pastor's messages on healing and health. It was playing morning till night, morning till night, morning till night. I was trying all different kinds of structures of support for my back, for my body. So I could even have like maybe lay down during the day. So I was literally on the floor all day, all night. You know, I'm giving some of the details today for the first time. There was, there was so much, so much happened. I was in many places. But at that point in my life, I was determined to fight. I was determined that the devil would not have the last laugh. I am, no, not on me. So I got into the word. And I had, I had leaders then. I was a cell leader. I had leaders then. It was later I was finding out that they were having all night and they were praying for me. So. I would put on the messages throughout the night, throughout the day. I had affirmations of faith. I was talking. I was bombarding myself with the word. I said I would walk. I would run. I would stand. I would jump. 
I would live a normal life again. I was at it. I was at it. I was at it. I was not going to take no for an answer. I fought that fight of faith. And, you know, we said that the fight of faith is insisting that the temporary transient conditions, circumstances, situations of our everyday life will conform to our stubborn faith proclamation. It is the stubborn, stubborn faith proclamation that would that has to prevail. If the if the, the faith proclamation might be there, if it is not stubborn enough, if it's not more stubborn than the situation, it will not prevail. And what is faith? How does faith come? Faith comes by the word of God. So I'm saying that in the area of your health, you have to put the word of God to work. You have to be, insist on the kind of life that you would have. Oh, and then I fought. I fought. I fought. And by August 16th, that same year, I resumed work. I resumed work. That I was working was a miracle. I was still in pain. But going to the office, going to work at that time was part of my fight of faith. Oh, Shagaya. Many other things happened anyways, but my testimony is that that lady is walking. Some of you, if I didn't share the testimony and you see me, you will never know that I ever had such an issue. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm watching the healing streams or I'm at the healing school and then I hear the details of somebody's testimony that has been said to be in the wheelchair for 10 years. I remember the very next healing school that period. There was a particular lady, I still remember her very well. She was wearing a blue Ankara stuff. She, ha ha, the details of her testimony was exactly what happened to me. You know, you know, you know, when I couldn't walk, it would have been normal for them, for, for, for us to have requested for a wheelchair in the house. But I did not think it, hey, me, wheelchair, how, where, where did I pass? How did it happen? Nalai. I was determined to fight to my feet. They say you have tumor. They say you have cancer. They say you have this. They say you have that. They say you have fibroid. It's been five years. You are still there. You are not ready to fight. Ah, I've told you in this house, you've got to be a fighter. The kingdom is for fighters. We are in a war. Ah. It's a war. And in a war front, you don't play cool. You don't play nice. You fight. You either fight or you are shot. Many Christians have been shot. So they are injured. They are injured soldiers on the war front. You've got to recover fast and join back in the fight. Because this fight is on to the rapture. Some have been shot to death. They are still alive in this world, but they are dead to everything Christ. What do you want? And in the same way, if you will learn to fight in your health, you will learn to fight in every other area. That thing I got in 2018, it was one of the things that made me very dogged, very dogged, very stubborn. When I know that I'm supposed to follow a course, <laughs> 
we were 1 billion and 999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,999,
the, whether the person died of cancer or the person died of tumor or the person died of malaria, whatever the case is, the person is dead. That's the, that's the final bus stop when it comes to health in the world, right? But that same spirit, he said the Holy Ghost raised Jesus Christ up from the dead. He brought him out from the dead. And the Bible says that same spirit. Have you so meditated on Romans 8, 11 and your body did not recover? That same spirit, he said that raised up Christ from the dead. This was the, this, this, this Jesus Christ that in hell, the devil and all the cohorts of darkness have made up their mind that men, this guy that have troubled us have finally come to hell. We will deal with him. When some Christians die, the devil may not show up. Maybe only a demon. Sorry, not a, I, I don't mean a Christian. When, he, when maybe an unbeliever dies, when he shows up in hell, the devil doesn't need to show up. Maybe it's just one demon that will carry his soul to, to wherever he's going to. But in the case of Jesus, the devil showed up. He called all his guys from, Pastor said that that must be one, one season when there were no demon <laughs> walking in the world because everybody had showed up in hell. But despite that, all of them were on his matter. The Bible says the Holy Ghost raised him up. The Holy Ghost raised him up. That cancer is just one demon and you have not overcome it, yet the Holy Ghost is inside of you. The same Holy Ghost that raised up Christ from the dead. He said, if he dwells in you, he will quicken, he will make alive your dead, doomed, mortal bodies by the spirit that walks in you. Don't have the Holy Ghost and have a death sentence of cancer. Don't have the Holy Ghost and have a death sentence of brain tumor. No matter the diagnosis, I don't promise you that something may not happen and the doctors will say, oh, this happened. It doesn't matter. The Bible says by faith, we understand that the words were framed. Was it yesterday's Rhapsody? Sister Kevin Harris was talking about it. Yeah, it was yesterday's Mending Your World. Thursday, 6th April. Go and read it. He said the words were framed by the word of God. The word of God he was talking about there is your rema, your faith-filled, stubborn faith proclamations. It was mended. So your, that, that brain will be mended by the rema of God in your mouth. The word of God in your mouth is God talking. Your faith proclamations have to be more stubborn than the cancer. I don't care what the doctor's report is. Say, Sister Maka, my own five different conditions, 10 different conditions that they've seen in my body. My sister, fight, fight. As long as you fight, you won. The Christian that lost is the Christian that did not fight. Because if you fight the fight of faith, faith always works. If it did not work, it was not faith. But you have all the materials for faith. We have a masterpiece of a book, How to Make Your Faith Work. By the time you graduate from studying that book and understanding it, you have a master's in the science of faith. Brothers and sisters, let's tame this world. Let's terrify its kings. Let's humble them. If we pass in this everyday details of life, money would only amplify the glory of this kingdom life that we have mastered. Let's master the craft of the kingdom life. Because while we're being raised, I hope you know that inspired by the word is not just a normal, a normal place. It's not normal. We're being raised for something in the earth before the rapture and we'll be at the forefront of it. I want to thank you for joining the Daily Devotion every day. Today's Easter Friday. Most of you are in your house. I decided to take extra time. So thank you for your time and thank you for being consistent in 
the daily devotion. And thank you for your walk of faith, for walking the word consistently and returning with testimonies. Tomorrow is Saturday and we would have testimonies tomorrow. And like I always will say, the greatest testimony is the if FEKC and the prosperity of the word of God in the life of a man. So I look forward to hearing testimonies of how you walked the word tomorrow. I look forward to hearing that. You know, all the other things that happen, the cars, the houses, all of those things, they are just, um, they're the extras. So that's not our focus. I'm not saying you should not come and testify that you got a car or a house. No, come. It's part of the walking of the word, right? But the glory of the word of God in your spirit, when you win battles that are not physical, that's the greatest testimony. When God walks on your character on the inside, you know, the character is who you are when no one is watching. You can tell us that this is who you are. You can make us believe that this is who you are, but you know who you are. When none of us, none of us is there, you know the things that you do. You know the thoughts that you think. You know the things that you say. You know if you have all hatred or bitterness or resentment against the other brethren. You know yourself. And that becomes your greatest challenge in this work of faith. You say, no, I don't want to think such thoughts. I don't want to feel this way about anybody. On, on Sunday the 2nd in the Rhapsody, Pastor was talking to us about the thoughts that we think about others. And he says, believe the best of others. It's something I learned to intentionally do. It's not because I don't know a lot of bad things about certain people. It's not because I don't have information about maybe the kind of life they've lived before or certain things that they've done or they are even still doing. But we still see them and we smile. We love them. We hug them. We still believe the best of them. Oh, not everybody will be our best friends. Not everybody will be in our circle of friends. But we love everybody. And we see everybody with the eyes of God. And in leadership, it's one of the things that you must master if you're going to be effective. The ability not to write off on anyone. Not to give up on anyone. No matter how terrible the person is, you just have that hope. Because the same way Jesus, the faith that Jesus had, he said, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus had enough faith in who we would become and he was willing to die for us. The people that he came to die rejected him. The people that he came to die for, they insulted him. They did everything. He reached to verse, say, I know do again. He know verse, he do. So we go do. Praise God. So thank you so much. I look forward to, I know, brothers and sisters who tame this world, who tame this world. There are days when we just make a call, guys. There's this clique of guys who say, guys, okay, this coming weekend, a meeting in, in May, can we meet in Seychelles? Can we meet in, what are those places again? Maldives, Maldives right? Can we meet here? Just for a three-day retreat. It's business, it's spiritual, it's, it's a review of our journey and planning for the next level. Then they're calling us from different nations. Like, please, can we meet with you guys? We'd like to meet you guys. We want to discuss matters. They say G7, right? They used to meet. And they'll be calling us and saying that, please, we want to consult you people on matters concerning this, concerning that. That's the influence that we're going to have in this world. And I want you to believe these things and walk at it. Walk at it. Let God be able to trust you with that kind of resources. He's talking to you about the little, little details of everyday life now. Be fast in collecting the training. Make your training very fast. Don't allow your training to be five years. We don't have 10 years. Don't, don't delay the training because until you get the training, you can't move to the next level. And we need to move together. Some of us are already moving. Some of you need to catch up. 
so that that time it will not just be five of us here. You say, ah, I remember then when Brother Martins used to say these things. Now, now you want to see Brother Martins is now hard. Before you just dial his number on WhatsApp, he has picked. Don't be like that. Let's receive the training very fast so that we can go very fast. I told you a few days ago that money is like the final thing in the training because money is an amplifier. So it is a training that you have imbibed. The character that you have built, money will not amplify it. Eh? If after everything now, you still go for wedding tomorrow, you will now sit with some guys, you people are drinking and smoking, you have your corner. Every time you people have a click, you, when you go for wedding, you have your corner, you have your pepper soup, you have your, your whiskey, you have all the rum. He said, these are my click, and you people are Christians. So when you get money and you get influence, you will now roll with the bigger guys who do that kind of things. And then by then you are dealing with cultists, global cultists, because there's a way of life of such people. Everybody that drinks and smokes may not be a cultist, but there's a way of life of these guys. There's a circle that they keep. They will have this get together. There's this, you know, now I'm seeing something very common in the weddings after party. After party that is like club, night club, worldly club, they will arrange for babes after party. Even you as a babe that is going for, you know that you are being arranged. You know that you are going to be hooked up. And I'm not talking about unbelievers. Though. I'm talking about Christians who are doing wedding. Just know that it's a character you are building. And there's how much money God can commit into your hands so that he does not amplify rubbish. God is not interested in amplifying nonsense anymore. He's tolerated that in the hands of a lot of Christians. Some Christians funded COVID-19 without knowing because they will not hear word when they were growing up in the things of God. They will not hear word. God is not, he's done with that. He's actually done with that. So please be trained fast so that God can commit resources into your care. Praise God. And with that, we've come to the end of today's devotion. So um, 9 p.m. GMT plus one, we're praying for the nations. I invited everyone to that prayer, find time to join. Praise God. So we're going to omit our mics at this moment and share the benediction. Okay, I haven't prayed over the offering. Praise God. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to give our offerings today. We declare that these offerings are sanctified by your Holy Ghost and acceptable unto you. I invoke the spirit of multiplication, the power of spreading of proliferation and prolificity upon this offering. And I declare that everywhere that our name is mentioned is mentioned for good. Favors, divine favor. The angels will favor your children. Men will favor them. Everywhere they turn favor today, throughout this Easter period, they would enjoy the favors, the favors of men that is powered by the favor of God, by the grace and mercy of God. Angels would attend to them in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for an accumulated harvest of all their seeds sown, of all their offerings given in monetary terms. I pray, Lord, they will come as free deals, free gifts, free contracts. They'll be brought into deals that they did not initiate just so they can make profits out of it. Father, thank you. Men will just love them enough to do them good. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ.
Amen. 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 Thank you so much. We can unmute now and share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Alive. 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 Alive.